Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. All things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who's called according to his purpose. God has sent Jesus to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Freedom, my friends. That season may not be the thing that you wanted necessarily, but God needs you to learn something. God has given her an ability to help people change the narrative of their life. If you do not genuinely believe in prayer, then there's no point in doing it. Hindsight with God, you understand, but yeah, in the middle of stuff, you just gotta hang on and trust Him. We're not supposed to do for God, we're supposed to be for God. The doing is a side effect. God is able to bless you abundantly. If He can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, so more can He do for you. My family and my husband and I sat in the store before we opened and we just prayed over the store and that we would unapologetically show the love of Christ. It's all going to work together for your good. If you love God, you just continue to stay humble, seek God, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's Word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast His love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus, living life on purpose for Him. And we get that intro from John 3.30, where it says, He must increase, but I must decrease. That's talking about it's necessary for God to grow inside of us and to make less of ourselves, to make less of our rank, like our job title, to make less of our influence, to grow Christ in us. God, increase in me. God, I pray that you increase in the person who's listening to this episode. And I pray for the person who's about to hear Jenny's story. I'm so excited for you all to meet her. But first, I wanted to give a little introduction to Jenny and our conversation. In the beginning of this episode, she talks about the importance of knowing our calling and she dives into it. I love the conversation, but I also want you to know that while she says the word calling, remember the word identity. Every single time she says calling, just like identity as Christians, our identity is in Christ. Those words go hand in hand. As Christians, as believers in Jesus, our calling is our identity. Our identity is in Christ. Like Pastor Randy said in episode 131, as believers in Jesus, we are children of God. We are a child of light and love. We took a clip out of his video on YouTube that we got permission for, of course. One hour, one book, Ephesians with Dr. Randy Smith. If you want to check that video out, you're more than welcome to check out his YouTube video. It is one hour and it goes over the entire book of Ephesians. In this episode, we are going to talk a little bit about Ephesians and how that book has had an impact on our guest this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I pray you are encouraged by this episode and drawn closer to Christ. Meet my friend, Jenny Coons. She's a mom, she's a wife, 
and she has trained a lot of people in business. I want to call her a trainer, but it sounds like we're going to get a good workout in this podcast, but that is not what's going to happen. Maybe you're going to get a good workout and we're going to talk to you. That sounds more like it, but Jenny has trained more than a thousand people in business and we're going to talk about your calling today. We're going to talk about listening to God through everyday moments and just keeping that strong relationship with him. So Jenny's here to talk to us about some big things. How are you today, Jenny? I am good. I am definitely a little nervous. Um, We talked about this briefly before we started. I said I wasn't exactly sure why you asked me to be on the podcast because I am definitely, uh, I am a Christian, um, but I always call myself a practicing Christian uh, because it is a practice to me. Um, So I am learning and growing and I think everybody is, but I'm definitely not one who quotes Bible verses by heart or anything along those lines. But something inside of me, as we are obedient to God, I said yes, and that's what I said. And here I am. And I'm ready to hear the story that God has on your heart today because God gave you something to tell us. And you all need to know when Jenny sat down, she was like, I just think we need to talk about our calling. And what is it? What is it? Right. And that that is really the question that is... So challenging, I think, for a lot of us because we hear different callings. How do we know? How do we know? And that's something that I have that conversation with with a lot of people, Mm -hmm. Christians, non-Christians. How do you really know what your calling is? And for people who um, have a relationship with Jesus or seeking a relationship with Jesus, they it's difficult to quiet other voices, right? right? And we'll, we'll kind of get into that. Uh, well, actually, we can jump into that right now. Jump in. Let's jump like, in. We're here to learn. <laughs> let's jump in. Yes, let's I go. feel like there's a song that goes along with that, but we are going to jump in. <laughs> you know what it is? I'm diving in. I'm going. That's deep. it. <laughs> it's by um, Stephen Curtis Shadow. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to jump right in. So there are so many things, I think, that can be on your heart when it comes to talking about God um, and when it talk, comes to talking about Jesus. So for me, what I really kind of came up was our calling versus spiritual warfare. I'm going to call it spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is it our calling and spiritual warfare or is it our and I really think it's our calling versus spiritual warfare because it's a battle between us and the things that life that lead us astray or that distract us and sometimes we can put a name on that right we can put a name on that that says you know that's satan or that's the devil or you know his minions or whatever it is that you want to say um but i do think it's important that we identify that we call it for what it is so that we know how to deal with it so when i was talking about that and when i was thinking about that um there's a couple different christian people that i follow and and christine kane is one of them yes and um she and so of course i don't know if anybody else has this experience but when something is on your heart all of a sudden you see scripture and messages about it everywhere isn't that god yes so god Yes. It's everywhere. I mean, to the point where you're like, okay, okay, I understand. It's like that repetitive parent, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I hear you, Father. Like, I'm listening. Yes. <laughs> so I read this, oh, gosh, it was just even just a couple of days ago. And it was Ephesians 4.1, and it's the MSG oh, version. No way. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's I just Googled Bible verses about our calling, and that verse came up. That verse is so 
beautiful. It really is. So again, we get into kind of the um, different versions of the Bible. And, you know, she uses the MSG version, which um, is just basically to me sounded like uh, a simple version, if you want to say. It's conversational. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but I love the way that it said, it says, I want you to get out there and walk better yet run on the road. God called you to travel. So you're starting this journey, right? You have this message on your heart that God has called you to do. So what's interesting, of course, is when I was preparing for this, because like you said, I've trained people. So um, I, I wanted to be prepared and kind of think about what would I talk about and prayed about it. The verses didn't come all in order. That's not how it works, right? God I mean, doesn't I don't know. No, God, I don't think that God gives you. I, I wish that He did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like God, tell me, like, write down the map for my life. Yes, like, exactly. I will go there. Yes, God <laughs> might give you the first step, but then He's like, and then I'm going to give you step three, but that won't really make sense until step twenty-five. Yeah. Yes, Christine Kane. He's preparing a place that He's prepared for you. It's based off a of scripture about how He's preparing a place for us in heaven. But like, if we're desiring, you know, the finish line, whatever that finish line is for you. God's preparing you for it. You know, you can't see it as an idol. You have to see it as, I trust you, God. I trust you, God. You know the desires of my heart. Make my desires what you want for me. You know the plans you have for me. You know, oh goodness. Anyway, I love talking about this. This is great. Yes, no, and it's, and, and I think it's something that, again, we talk about, we talk about God's calling, but then the other flip side of it that I don't think people talk about enough, or at least enough to where I've heard is, again, that spiritual warfare side of things. So Mm -hmm. when you and I first started talking, you said, talk to me about some verses that have been on your heart or that have made a difference in your life. So many, many years ago, um, I went to a a local church here and there was a verse, um, there was a minister who um, presented a message and there was a verse and basically it is another Ephesians verse so I actually identified this verse first, and then Christine Kane came in later. I love and it's her. still Ephesians, yes. right? So yes. the Ephesians verse that I really, that really spoke to me was chapter six, and it starts at verse 11, right? But the title of it is the armor of God. Mm-hmm. And that was one that always really spoke to me. And so I'll read it because I don't memorize verses. I wish that I could. Maybe somebody has a tip for that. Um, But it says, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then. And this is the part that I love. This is the part that I think is painted so beautifully if you're a visual person. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And so that was one that I've held on to 
gosh, I don't know, almost 20 years. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's, it is surrounding. And so that, to me, that looks different, right? I never really understood what it meant to build a community, a faith-filled community, mm-hmm. but I think that's part of it. Yeah. How right. have you done that? I, you know, I have found myself um, reaching out more and more. It seems I'm always open to meet anybody. It doesn't really yes. matter. But I find myself connecting because I think we all connect with different people at different times in our lives, yeah. connecting with more Christian women as yeah, I move yeah. forward. Um, because those are the ones that I think pray for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think for me personally, they're the ones who understand when I fall or when I make a mistake or when I'm angry or, you know, whatever, because we're human. Right. Um, I think for me that has made a big difference. But when I was younger, mm-hmm. because I wasn't necessarily raised in a, a church family, mm-hmm. um, I didn't understand that. I didn't either. And then I, like, I kept getting hurt. Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, what is the common denominator in this? Mm-hmm. It's me. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I needed to make a change at that point, you know? And then I'm like, I got to like actively take steps to find better friends. Not that my friends were bad. Right. But just that the direction that they were giving me in places where I probably could have been filled with some really hopeful conversations, you know, with like, yeah, but God has a plan for you and he wants to prosper you. He, I keep going back to Jeremiah 29, 11, but like. Do we believe that he really does want good for us? You know, do we even in hard times and like when we've been hurt? Yes, he does. We have to cling to him. Man, that the conversation on relationships is so huge in Christianity. And I think we get it so complicated. We were talking about this before we started recording. And why do we make it so complicated when it's just a relationship with Jesus? Why? You know, even if someone says, hey, will you pray? And then someone says, you know, I don't know. I'm not really that good at praying. Right. Well, what it is, is just communicating with God. And it's like, okay, okay. Like this is something that we can practice like in the car right now. Like, thank you God for this stereo. Thank you God for this car. Thank you God for these tennis shoes. Thank you God for your husband, your kids, your whatever is in front of you right now. Thank you God for this pen. (laughs) I'm going to write something down right now for your glory. You know, it's just so crazy how complicated it gets in Christianity sometimes. I Do you mind talking about that a little bit? No, no. I mean, um, so, so we were talking before I, you know, before we started and there's something that God had put on my heart. Oh gosh, I don't even know how many years ago now and I have the Instagram page it's got nothing on it so don't I mean you could find it but it's blank what if we just like call up <laughs> okay so if you're listening okay it's called want. the complicated Christian okay and and that is because I do believe that it is complicated to be a Christian and not because God is complicated because we as humans are and because not only Again, that kind of wraps around the spiritual warfare end of things, you know, and and identifying that and understanding what it is and seeing it more and more um, so that you can call it out for what it is and you can get it out of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think that we make it extraordinarily complicated. And that can go from, oh my gosh, from when you were a kid, right? I mean, so I grew up in a, a very middle class 
household. Um, parents were fantastic. Mom um, has deceased probably like eight years now mm-hmm. and adored them both, mm-hmm. still do, great parents. Um, I had a grandmother who ran a little white church house out in the country. It was called United Dunlap Methodist Church. It is closed. Um, we did not even have a running bathroom in that. <laughs> So it was a country church. Oh my goodness. Yes. And that, so we only went at Easter, um, you know, at Christmas because we lived 30, 45 minutes away. And at that time we just, you know, we didn't go every Sunday, right? She, I didn't realize that then, but she was my thread. Okay. Right. She was the thread that tied me to Jesus. And so I grew up on the West side of Cincinnati. If anybody has ever been there or has grown up there on the West side, it is German Catholic. Okay. So I got rebaptized Catholic, went through Catholic school. And I can remember asking people, do you go to church because you have to go to church? Or do you go to church because you want to go to church? Because I had this very convoluted, I had this Methodist faith that yeah. was Jesus God based, but then this Catholic faith that was very God based. And so you'll even hear me now kind of go, God, Jesus. I jump around a lot because again, I complicate things. Who do I pray to? Exactly. Okay. (laughs) You know what is so crazy is I actually had the same question about a year ago. It was a year ago. My brother-in-law is a pastor in central Florida. His name is Dustin Woods. Some people listening to this know him. And I just said, I am so confused about on the podcast. (laughs) It's like my brain. When do I call God, God? And when do I call Jesus, Jesus? Do I like only call God, God in the Old Testament? Or do I still call him God in the New Testament? And I just want to be right. (laughs) Right. And he read John, like the book of John. He just read the first uh, verse, but I'm going to read one through five, where it says the word became flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkest, and the darkness has not overcome it. God has overcome everything. So, like, picking His name, (laughs) it's like... I mean, I'm sure he loves when we praise him, like Jehovah Jireh, you know, all that stuff. It's like, thank you for providing for me, Father. Jireh. Oh, I love that song. You are enough. (laughs) You know, all those things like, oh, yeah, I'm just sure he loves it. But he doesn't want us to get tangled up in the weeds. He wants us to look to him, the Father, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. What a real question you're bringing to us today. What do I call you? Yes. And that's, and, and so I call, I do all three. I do God. I do Jesus. I do Holy Spirit. Um, it really depends on the situation or where I feel like my heart is leading me to. Um, so I, I think the most important thing, because again, we getting, we get back to complicating it, right? Oh gosh, I want to get it right. So I guess I, I just won't pray. Yeah. And no, that's not the answer. That's the enemy. That is the enemy. That is the spiritual warfare that we've been talking about, right? Yeah. So that is the part where you question yourself. Well, maybe I'm not a good enough Christian for this, or maybe I'm, but that's, that's not it at all. Um, 
so if anybody has any doubts about, you know, gosh, am I, am I good? Yes, you are good enough. Anybody is good enough. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your history is. It doesn't matter what your past is. That is the redemption of Jesus, right? That's the yes. redemption of Christ. And when God is in you, he is more than enough. You know, like you were, when you sat down today, if you don't mind, I'm just going to be a little bit transparent, yes. but it's your story. You sat down and you're like, I'm really nervous. Like, I don't know. And I'm confident in the God that's in you because of your trust in him. And that's why the person who's still listening to this right now is still listening. Yes. Because I know you trust God. Like in my brain, I just got like the emoji with the hundred percent going on. Yes. And that's what we want to learn from. The enemy will be defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Y'all share your story. Amen. It is so true. It's so true. And, and what I had said was I said, I don't know. I mean, basically, I didn't say this, but am I a good enough Christian to do this? Mm. Because I do I get up and spend hours a day, you know, on my spiritual journey? No, I wish I did. Yeah, I feel too. better when I do. Yep. More coffee, more Jesus, time yep. in his word, better yep. day. Mark Batterson, okay, y'all? Yes. Mark Batterson, <laughs> more coffee, more time in God's word is a better day. <laughs> it is, And it's so true. Yes. You know, I feel so much more grounded, right? Yes. So we spend our time doing the things that we know are good for us. But at times, okay, and I'm going to speak for me, at times I'm like, well, it's better for me to, you know, look on Facebook or Instagram. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I know okay. it's not. <laughs> so I know you know this answer. How have you overcome that? It is, it really is just, a, it's just a, a reflection and a conscientious effort. It's like anything on any journey that you're on. You really have to sit down and give yourself the space to think about what is good for you. And I know that God is good for me. I know that Jesus is good for me. I know that the Holy Spirit is good for me. Um, I know that when I sit down and, and have those prayers and those conversations, and when I pray over people um, in their situations, in their circumstances, I feel like I have words, it, it, and that doesn't sound very good. I have words. Everybody I like does. I have, words. I have the words that I need to say. So if somebody, like today, I, of course I, I planned what we were going to talk about, but listen, my brain is like a ping pong ball. I'm like, ding, ding, ding. I can talk about this. I am too. It's amazing that you and I are sitting here having a like, smooth conversation. Yes. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. And that is and that is the truth. And you know, um, in the past, I i mean, I would have prepped for, I don't know how many hours. And I did prep some time, but at the end of the day, I realized it was really in God's hands. Amen. And that is with everything. Mm-hmm. That is with everything. Before anything, before, um, you know, if, I, if I've had an interview in the past, um, when I dated, um, you know, I really just, if I had a friend who was struggling and, and we were talking about it, and I didn't know what to say because perhaps I didn't understand that struggle or hadn't yes. dealt with that myself. Right. I feel like God gave me the grace to say what I needed to say. Right. God, give me the words. Give me the vision. Um, in the And people have probably, if you've listened to more than one episode in the last two months, 
God has been giving me visuals lately. Like, and I'm learning from a friend named Dr. Patty Sadala, who also has a podcast and has come on this podcast several times to tune into those visuals when he gives them to you because there's no accidents and you know, even the hard stuff, Amen. it's God's will. Mm-hmm. I say that like from experience, like, I'm sorry, but it's unfortunately God's will. Um, but God is compassionate. Um, when those visuals come into your brain, note it. And that's the hard part right now is like noting that down. It's just saying like, okay, like I just saw the hundred percent over you. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I hope that's from God. Like I believe he is good and he, yes. he shows us stuff that is according to his word, you right. know, that's focused on the fruits of the spirit to do justice, love mercy, walk humbly with our God. Like he's not, he's not going to be like, you didn't do that right. <laughs> right. Know? He's going to show you love, joy, peace, patience, uh, <laughs> kindness, you know, goodness, goodness, <laughs> gentleness. Yes. And on and on and on. And self-control. Like yes. he is going to, he is going to, his Holy Spirit, his, his Holy Spirit is going to guide you. Yes. And I think that, so when it really clicked for me from the Christian standpoint is it's always been in my heart, right? I've always felt like I've had a relationship with Jesus. And that was really back to my grandmother and who managed that church and who ran that church. And um, she was the thread that, that connected me, mm-hmm. you know, from the time I was a child. I didn't realize that. Um, and then, you know, I don't know why, but again, this is why we complicate things. And then I have my daughter. My daughter is 13. And a lot of prayer goes in there. <laughs> That's the age. Anybody who's listening to this who's a 13 year old or who has had one. Yes. Okay, I adore her and she yeah. is wonderful. Um, but I do, I do have a lot of prayer. I put a lot of prayer over her. Yes. But what I think, again, where we complicate things is if you just simply think about the relationship that you have with your parents, the way that your parents view you, and I'm so sorry, maybe, you know, I know, I realize not everybody has that relationship with their parents, but yeah. maybe you had an aunt or a grandparent, yes. or, or if you have children, the way that you were loved, are loved, and the way that you love your child is the way that God loves us. Exactly. Well, it's just that, like, in your heart, you're just so sewn to them. You know, like they're made, they're kind of made in, in like your image, which yes. is like kind of weird to say out loud because I think about it, but like we're made in God's image. Yes. And that, and so therefore, and you love yeah. your children, like your parents or your grandparent loved you. And if you made a mistake, they weren't like, oh no, I'm turning you, like you're, you're gone. Yeah. Right. I mean, and again, I know there's extenuating circumstances oh, for and, sure. and this is a very generalized statement. Hurt people, hurt people. Okay, yes. Y'all? Like, yes. I keep saying y'all. Yes. I'm in a country mood right now and I don't <laughs> know why. Maybe because you're from Cincinnati. Uh, yep. That could be it. But Cin- Cincinnati is Midwest. Cincinnati is Midwest. Yes. And okay. We drove through Cincinnati last I saw week. that because you went to um, the Ark. We went to the Ark. Yes. Before that, we were in Michigan. Okay. And we drove through Cincinnati. And I took pictures. I wanted to stop, but we had to get going to the Ark because the trip was winding up. But I have seen Cincinnati. The Bengals, Solar yes. Stadium, huge. Yes. Huge. Huge. Stage. Huge stadium. Wow. Yes. Okay. Huge. So that's crazy that you're from Cincinnati. And from Cincinnati. Well, that's the way, again, we talk about how God works. God works in, you know, oh, ways that we don't even be understand, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, but very simply, of course, has my daughter made me angry? Yes. 
Yes, yes, she has. Mm -hmm. Has she upset me? Yes, she has. Mm -hmm. Do I still love her? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and that is the way that I feel like God is with me. I'm definitely not a perfect Christian. Again, I'm a practicing Christian. I'm learning every day. I get up every day and try to do the best that I can. So, so anyway, so, so we've been talking about, you know, of course, getting back to the calling, right? So like I said, you know, like I'm practicing. So we're, you know, we're moving forward. And so we hear a calling, Mm -hmm. right? So we hear a calling and I got a great example on this one too. Okay. I'm excited. So we get a, we, we hear a calling and we're like, okay, God, I, I hear you. I'm going to, you pray over it and you take that leap of faith and then you wait. Or maybe it doesn't happen in the way that you thought it was going to happen. So I didn't ask his permission about this, but I think he'll be fine with it. So my husband, um, so my husband, I won't give specifics about his job, but my husband recently had it in his heart to, um, to test for a promotion. Okay. So he studied really hard. We prayed over it. We asked people to pray over it and it was kind of a three part test. Yeah. And so the first part of his test, he did not do as well as he had thought he was going to do, despite the fact that he had really prepared. Yeah. He did, as some people do, I do it myself. You question yourself, you change some answers on the test, yeah. and it didn't put him in the position that he thought he was going to be in. So after that, he was, of course, disappointed because he had thought in this, he, I thought I, I heard what God had said, but maybe that's not it, yeah. right? Right, and right. that's where spiritual warfare, right? We got a little bit of a he, he, and I say he, meaning the devil, mm-hmm. got a little bit of a crack, right, and yeah. and wiggled in and started whispering. Yeah, you know, you thought you heard what, but maybe that's not what God said. Yeah, in the and, name of Jesus, I cast it out. In yes, the name of Jesus, right, amen, know? right, yeah. amen. And so immediately, I said to him, I said, "That is not God." Mm-hmm. That is, you heard God, we have prayed over this. There are two more parts to this test. And I said, you have prepared, you have practiced, you know, because um, we have a mutual friend who says that, um, you know, God will grant us things, but he doesn't mean he doesn't always give us the shovel makes us work, right? So he prepared for this and he had, you know, done all this, went through the next two parts of the test. We weren't sure you know, what the outcome was going to be. We just continued to pray over it, ask people to continue to pray over it. And so after the first portion of this test, he was in, I think like spot five and they were only bringing in like three. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I can't be more specific, but hopefully I'm being specific enough. And we prayed over it and we continued to just move forward in faith, right? And just say, you know what, if if this was not God's plan, he will shut it down. And if he does, then we know that he has better plans. Yeah. And we sat in peace, which is hard to do. And it's God's will. Right. It's God's it's God's will, but you question it, right? Because right. It, what you didn't come out is number one. So And then you're like, God, I thought you put this on my heart. Like I thought this was really you. Right. I thought this is what I was supposed to do. So we continued to pray over it. And I never forget, I got the text message and he said, I got, I got the call. I'm number one. Yes. And God gives promotions. Yes. In a big way. God didn't just say, I'm going to put you in at number two. 
Yeah. So you're in the top three spots. God was like, no, I see you faithful servant, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see where you move forward. I see where you prepared. I see where you studied. And I am going to come for it. And so we know that that was God. Yeah. You know, and when we told everybody, that is what we said. We said, we know that that is God. So that leads me to my second verse. Yeah. Okay. So there's another verse that ironically actually surrounds a story with my husband. Years ago, we were dating and we broke up and oh my gosh, was I devastated because I thought he was the one, right? And he was. He was. But I thought he was the one because I had prayed, right? I had prayed. So I thought he was the one. And um, so I have some dear friends of mine and um, Chris and Bob Pabian and uh, they lived in Gulf Breeze at the time. They don't, they live in Key West now. And um, Bob said to me, I have a verse that I want to read to you. And it is one that I have, I constantly go back to. Okay. Okay. And it's Matthew. And it's Matthew 6, verse 25, right? And it's the title of this one is, Do Not Worry, right? Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. What will you eat or drink or about your body? What you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And so, and then basically it kind of goes through, you know, and then um, this one I thought was really interesting too. For the pagans ran after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. And that's basically talking about food and clothing, of course. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Yes. And we make it so complicated. We seek social media. Right. We seek something to fill us when the word of God is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. And I want to pick that up. (laughs) And it's so true, right? Because we worry about what other people do, right? We all worry about the Instagram world. Although I like to think that maybe we're kind of coming out of that IG coma. (laughs) I will say, I, I think, I think as an, I hope as a nation we're getting better boundaries with ourselves. I know some situations it's like, okay, you might need a doctor, but right. <laughs> I, well, yeah, but you know, I think, I just feel like we understand that it is a problem and now it's our time to get disciplined. You know, it's just, it's so crazy how, you know, in the end times people are going to be lovers of self. Like it's a, it's one of those things where we consistently have to take, a relationship check. How are we doing with Jesus? Are we seeking the things of this world or are we seeking Jesus? But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And that's the will of God. Right. And that and that definitely is the will of God. Yeah. Um, and that's where, again, I think, you know, you surround yourself with your community, mm-hmm. right? Whatever that community looks like. Um, and that is how you find the strength and the focus and the determination to move forward. But also that's where you will get the people who will pray for you, but also call you out. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, if I think I'm in this situation and I think I'm being so self-righteous, I want somebody with love and guidance to say- The way, okay, here's the thing about calling out. Yes. You have to call someone out the way you would want to be called out. Correct. 
Right? But that's hard to know. But if you, but yeah. if, but again, that's where it, it comes hard to know. Because how do you know? I don't know. I, I don't didn't think that through. I okay. don't know who you're. Or well, okay. So if I'm going to call, if I'm going to call, I'll just say myself out. How would I want to be called out? I don't know if I would want to be called out. Honestly, like I would just want somebody to pray for me. And that's really, I mean, so <laughs> yeah. if somebody's going to call me out, this is how I want them to to ask me first. And this yeah. is usually the first thing that I have come to ask okay. people. Not all the time, um, but a lot of times. Have you prayed about it? Yes. And okay. that's usually the first question that I ask people. It's like, have you prayed about it? Because I don't want to get somebody when they're anxious. You know what I'm right. saying? So I've always just, just said, you know, have you prayed about it? And if they're like, yes, I have prayed about it. And I, then you can just simply say, Okay, what are the words that are speaking to you? What okay. do you know are the words that are the truth? And I mean, even if you just wrote them down on a page, what are the words that are speaking to you? And yeah. the lies are so easily identifiable, mm-hmm. right? And don't let them identify you. Right, but you can see them. I mean, if you yep. see something that you look at something and you feel it in your soul is not true, it is not true. True. Yes. And Take that to scripture. Like I tell people on the podcast all the time. I'm like, there's stuff on here that we say, I pray in the name of Jesus. It's Jesus and only Jesus that you learn about in this conversation and how awesome he is. But like test out what we say. Test out what that post was on Instagram. Take it to the word of God. Is it true? Is it true? Yes. Is it true? Yes. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, but again, okay, again, so that's where we complicate things, right? Because in our mind and our heart, we think it's true because of our experience, right? So that, again, is where we go back to, you know, the word of God or, you know, what we believe to what not we believe to be true, because that's that's not that's what we believe, not what our we truth. know to be true yeah. in God's name. Right. Or in yeah. Jesus name. Yeah. So we have to be cautious with what we believe to be true, because, you know, I can look exactly. in the mirror and be like, gosh, you know. I'm getting old. Yeah, I know. Oh gosh, which I, uh, you know is true, but I'm like, you know. can the doctor take this off? Can they take it off, or do I have to work for it? Right. <laughs> but we know that God has designed us perfectly, right? Yes. So, and amen. Right. Somebody needed to hear that today. You right. are fearfully and wonderfully made in the name of Jesus. Believe it. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we have to. And again, it's all the things that you put into your mind and to your heart and to your soul. You know, yes. this is not something yes. that I just sat down and thought, oh, Jenny, you're so smart. And no, no, no. I'm not. I read. I listen. I love the Lord your God with yeah. all your heart, mind, and yes. soul. Yes. Love. Like, love the Lord. Like, start there. Love him. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Yes. Come on. Yes. Like he wants, oh, I just like, for the person who believes that their spirit will be poor when they become a believer, honey, you're going to get rich. You're going to get rich in the spirit. It's not going to be easier. It gets harder because you get crushed and you're like, okay, I got to change this way. My flesh wants this. That's not what God wants for me. But he will provide for you. He will. Yes. And you will live a life fulfilled. And that is what I think we seek, right? We we seek a life fulfilled. And that looks different for everybody. And we don't really know what that, what that feels like yeah. until you really dive in, mm-hmm. until you really listen, until you sit in peace, which can be hard to do yeah. in a season of challenges and a season of questioning. 
Um, but when we sit in peace and when we know that, you know, God's got our back, God wants what's best for us, just like your friends, yes. just like your parents, just like your loved ones. Right. He is the number one person. He is, you know, screaming your name, jumping yeah. up and down, yeah. waving his arms around. And all we have to do is go towards that. Yeah. He has your name in his book. When you become a believer, yes. he puts your name in his book. Yes. And I wonder if it's my maiden name or my married name. Because <laughs> I want to make sure it's my married name. Right. Because... I don't, I don't, I guess, see, there we go. Talking about the details, like yes. you're making it complicated. Right. But, <gasps> but then you said, but then, but, and you, and then you said, but it's this because of that. God knows your past. Yes. God knows your past. Nobody has a perfect past. Exactly. We we could, we would have to sit here another hour and I could tell you all the things that I have done wrong in my life. And I, I could, do. right. Yeah. I mean, that's just how we are. Yeah. Right. We make mistakes. Yeah. But God loves us. Period. Yep. End of sentence. There is no, God loves us. You know, God loves us. God loves us when we question him. Mm-hmm. God loves us when we're angry at him. Yeah. And again, you would go back to that very simple, like, you know, if you know what this is. And again, and if you don't, I encourage you to find an awesome church that speaks to you or a good friend that you know is a Christian who yeah. can help you lean into the word, who yeah. can help you lean into God. Yep. Because, um, but for those of us who have been blessed to have loving family members mm-hmm. in our life, we know what that's like. Yeah. Ask a friend a coffee who knows the word better than you do. Yes. Ask a friend. Yes. Ask a friend and just say, these are the weird questions I have. Okay. He, even better. Go to a local church that believes in Jesus. Like you can find out on their Instagram if they love Jesus or themselves. Right. <laughs> so true. That is so true. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that and I'm like, yeah, that, that, yeah. But, um, true for me too. Like on my personal page, I love me some me, (laughs) (laughs) but on broadcast's love page, like I really don't want my face to be on there. Like I want it to be about Jesus. So create in me a clean heart. Oh God. And renew a right spirit within me. Right. Christine Kane. She always prays that. Right. And that's, and so that is really the thing. And, and so that is, is the simple, so it's even more simple than that, right? So if if you don't know God, if you don't know Jesus, if you don't know the Holy Spirit, um, you know, it's just, it's the simple prayer of, I want to know you. Let's I want to understand. Let's do it. Yes. Will you pray for the person? I will pray. So I always take a big breath in and an exhale. I feel like it helps us focus. I know that's a little yoga, but I do. Okay. So big breath in and, and a nice exhale. Right. And so today I am going to pray to the Holy Spirit. I pray to the Holy Spirit when I want to be filled or when I want other people to be filled. Mm -hmm. And so, Holy Spirit, I pray today that you fill us with your guidance, Mm -hmm. with your love, with your assurance that we are God's children that he loves us and that he will lead us into the best life that we could ever imagine, that we could ever dream, if only we believe and we trust in him. So Holy Spirit, for those that need it, I ask that you fill their heart and fill their souls and lead them to a place where they can drink in that knowledge. Yeah. In your mighty name, God, we pray.
Amen. Amen. Living waters. The Holy Spirit. He wants to give you living waters. Invite the Holy Spirit into your life. If you haven't, invite Jesus into your life. What that means is that you die to self. So all the things that you're like, you know, I need this. I need that. I need, 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 need. Now we just say we need Jesus. You know, we ask God, fill us up. Empty us of me. Fill me up with you. Dion Dunn says that. I love it. But, you know, just seek first his righteousness. And if, if you've made a decision to follow Jesus today, that's amazing. Just go to your local church and let them know. Let the Amen. person who greets you, mm-hmm. the nice person who woke up extra early and had five cups of coffee. I'm a greeter. <laughs> okay. Go tell that person that you accepted Jesus. Go tell Jenny. <laughs> they will. I will celebrate. Anybody will celebrate. They will celebrate. They will be so excited because we know. We know what it is to love him. Yes and amen. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, at the end of every podcast, we always pray, Father, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders, to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi y'all, this is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs> 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 <laughs>